You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Let's talk about getting online fast. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food, and we're going to talk about doing things quickly, which feels kind of ironic because I swear I just spent five minutes unwrapping my headphone cord. How do headphones get so tangled? But anyway, today we're going to talk about speed, and it's because that sometimes, I get it, you have to move quickly, but courses take time. So how do you get those two things to work together? If you're in a position where you need to get something online fast, you need to pivot. I can't think pivot without thinking about that scene from Friends with Ross yelling, pivot, pivot with the couch. But that kind of shows my age, I think. So sometimes you just have to get online fast and and it can be difficult because courses take time. So what I want to do today is share with you some of the strategies that I use to speed up that process. Now, I guess before we go into this, I want to say that you don't have to move quickly unless you have to move quickly. So I've had clients launch a course anywhere from two weeks to two years later. And two weeks is a struggle, but it can happen. And two years is quite a long time. You might want to move slightly faster than that. There is no right amount of time to take to develop your program. If you're familiar with your content and familiar with your audience, then really what you've got is just the production time. And that can be as long or as short as you need it to be, depending on the time frame you've got. But there are ways to speed that up. So the first thing you can do to help speed up your production of your course is get super clear on your outcomes and your modules. I find that when clients jump straight into course creation and into content creation, they spend more time messing things up and having to remake things, more times fixing and more time revising than they would if they stepped back for a moment and really thought about what they were trying to do first. That probably sounds like your mom or your teacher trying to give you advice, but trust me, I've been there. I've turned on the camera. I've recorded a bunch of videos, but because I hadn't really thought it through first, I had to go back and re-record every video. In fact, I've before had to spend two days re-recording 43 videos and you do not want to do that. It's painful to say the least. So by stopping and getting really, really clear on what is the outcome of your program, so by the time they walk away, what will they know? And what is the outline of modules and lessons you're going to teach? Your content creation process is going to be so much faster and that's going to save you a bunch of time in the production phase. So seriously, take a moment to stop and really think, what is the outcome of this program and what are the modules and lessons that they're going to go through? The second way you can speed up this process is by understanding that content creation takes time. Courses take time to make. They just do. Unfortunately, there's loads of moving parts. And while you can definitely speed that up, the production of the content, that's the videos, the PDFs, the text on the screen, all of those bits takes time. And once you know that, you can allocate that. But what you're going to have to do is block out time in your calendar to get it done. If you're just waiting to find the time, you won't magically find it, right? It won't just stumble across you one day and be like, oh, I've got a whole day. You're going to have to make the time. You're going to have to block it out and get it done. But knowing that in advance means you can allow for that. Look at your calendar over the next week or two if you need to move fast. How much time can you block out specifically for this? Don't take calls. Don't deal with client work. Block out the time just for this. Now, I know sometimes that's easier said than done, but if you really want your course to move quickly, you're going to have to block out the time to get it done. Otherwise, other things will just fill those gaps. Other things will crop up and will appear and will fill that space if you don't block it out for this. 
Once you've made the time, you can batch the time to create. So by recording all of your videos in one go, for example, while you've got your makeup done or your hair done or your background sorted and your camera set up and all that other stuff, by recording in one go, it gives you the opportunity to just smash it out and get it done. Now, videos are mentally draining. They take time. They take some mental effort, but you can push through and get it done if you block the time in your calendar first and then batch the tasks to get them done. The second part of this is you can outsource some of this stuff. So while I can't be your face on video, only you are you, there are other ways you can outsource content. I've done voiceovers for videos for clients in the past based on their content and their PowerPoints. So someone else can be a voice in your program and other people can create your workbooks, your PDFs and your text on screen. As long as they can work with you to get the content out of your head or can have access to your research to be able to create the pieces, they can be you and create your content for you. If you want face to camera video, that kind of has to be you. But outside of that, the other bits can be done for you. The other thing you can do if you need to move quickly is pre-sell. Now, we've spoken about this a couple of times in previous episodes. Even if you go back to season one, you'll find the episode on pre-selling. And you'll know that I'm not a big fan of pre-selling if it's your first program because content takes time. And I know that and people think they know that. But until they get stuck in, you don't really realize how much is involved. And the risk I find with pre-selling, especially if it's your first program, is it's incredibly stressful because now you've got a looming deadline that you may not be able to meet and then you've got to let people down gently. So what I highly recommend is if you need to pivot and move fast, if you need to make some cash flow, if you need to get things moving, at least create module one first. That means having your platform set up, having your welcome emails written, having the welcome page created, having video one done, having any text and PDFs and worksheets that need to go out for module one ready. Part of the reason is that then you've got something to give them when they arrive, which is great for them. But the other part of the reason is that it shows you just how long it took to make that stuff. You get all of the fiddly bits out the way, trying to work out how to do video and trying to work out your platform. Those bits are the bits that take time. And now you know what you've got left to make and you know how long it took you to make number one. So now you can provide a realistic time frame when you pre-sell for when they'll have modules two, three, four and onwards. Without understanding truly what was involved in getting that platform online and getting that content ready, you run the risk of pre-selling something that just isn't physically possible in the time frame. And I've done it, right? Even I, even a season's course created by myself, I'm like, I can do this. I can pre-sell because I know how long it takes. Yeah, I did that. And then I ran four weeks late and had to sort of come crawling back and massively apologize. And I only tell you these things because I've been there, I've done that, and I've made those mistakes. And I don't want you to have to make them as well. So if you need to pivot quickly, if you need to make money and get a course online fast and you need to pre-sell, I understand, I get it, but at least try and get module one created so you've got something to give them when they arrive and you know how much is involved in creating that program. The key with getting online fast is that sometimes you're going to have to let the perfectionism slide a little. I'm not saying that you won't make great content, but you're going to have to consider what is the minimum viable product that I can get online now. Minimum viable product is a term that is used a lot when it comes to physical product, which is what is the minimum viable way this will happen. But it's the same with a course. What is the minimum viable course? What are the minimum pieces they need to have? It's a welcome email. Is it an opportunity to sign in? Is it video? Is your minimum viable product no video? 
Is it possible that you don't need video to get content in their hands to get started? I don't have rights and wrongs when it comes to this question because there isn't one. You'll have learned from the podcast in the past and from probably every episode in the future that I'm a firm believer that there is no one right way to make a course because every person is different, content is different, student is different, hell, every sandwich is different, right? There is no right and wrong but it's going to come down to what works for you, your content and your program and what is the minimum amount that you have that you can make to get rolling. Okay, time for an action step because you cannot build a course by listening to me talk about courses. You're going to have to go away and do something. And today specifically about doing, if you need to get a course online fast, then doing is the only thing you need to focus on for a little bit. What I want you to do then is look at your calendar. And this is even for those of you who don't need to move fast, but who are just building a program. Look at your calendar for the next weeks or months and block out time to work on your course now. Like seriously, open your calendar now and block out the time because if you don't, you won't get around to it. And I, even I know that, right? I spend day in, day out creating courses and I still avoid it. I'd put other things first. I procrastinate, I procrasti-bake, I procrasti-clean. If my house is clean, you know I'm avoiding something. So open your calendar, block out the time now. And when it comes to that block of time, you've got a period that you can work on your course without being interrupted by other things. It's the biggest piece of advice I can give you for helping you get done quickly, whatever stage of your course creation journey you're at. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search content into courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.